Welcome to the Indestructible Podcast, hosted by Danny Connell. Hey, what's going on, my heroes, and welcome to this week's edition of the Indestructible Podcast. On this week's episode, I'm interviewing the cast and crew behind the new upcoming short film called D-Day for Denise, a new comedy slash drama set for release in November. The interesting story behind this week's podcast and how I got linked up with these awesome folks is that I actually ended up befriending one of the producers that I just so happened to meet at a Best Buy. And it just got me thinking that it's so crazy all the different unique possibilities that just pass by us every day with all the people that we we meet, all the people that we give the time of day to. You never know where your next contact, you never know who your next person that you're going to be friend, it's going to be your next, maybe your next significant other, whatever. It just got me to think that it truly is a marvel that we don't all try to go out and try to make some sort of human connection with maybe that person that you've been working with for years, side by side. Maybe they're the right person for you. Hey, maybe they're just somebody that has your same interests. You never know. It makes me think about my cinematographer that I'm actually working with right now, Emmanuel Akinitra. I actually met Emmanuel from our last job that we had worked together. And it just made me think that if I had never gotten that job and if I never started chatting him up, then we never would have begun to work together. So that's my big thing for all of y'all to go out and do this week is go out and try to make a new connection or maybe try to get to know somebody that you guys have known now for a while and, and see if you guys have more in common than you might think. But now on to this week's guests, the incredible cast and crew behind D-Day for Denise. So I think one of the most interesting things about this week's interview is that you definitely see the good vibes from everybody the cast, the crew, it, it, it all seemed like they're all one unit. And I think that there's something beautiful to that. I think that there's also something unique with the idea that the lead actress in the film, Sissy Wellman, her father is actually famed director William Wellman, who actually directed Wings, the very first film to win an Academy Award for Best Picture. And the actual film D-Day for Denise is actually being made by a couple film students that are currently still going uh, film school at USC. And I think that there's something pretty amazing about that idea. The idea of kind of tying in classic Hollywood with the new guard, you know, the new batch of filmmakers who are going to go on to create history in and of themselves. So, so I can't wait for you guys to listen in on this week's interview. And also some new news on my upcoming feature film that I'm writing, directing, and starring in the fall. The film that I've been telling you guys about for the past couple months, we're pretty much at the end of production. We've got about about two and a half to three more weeks left. Just a couple more big set pieces. Been, we should pretty much all be set for post-production, which is going to be a whole other adventure in and of itself. So that's always an interesting endeavor. But tying into this week's episode, guys, is... Just the idea of going out and creating art just because you love it. Going out and creating art for the sake of creating. You know what I mean? It, it, we oftentimes sometimes can feel pressure to be like, oh my God, when is somebody going to give me my next shot? When is somebody going to give me an awesome project for me to sink my teeth in? Well, you know what? You've got that project already in you. Go out and put pen to paper. Go out and, and start strumming those strings on that guitar, man. Just go out and create something that you feel in your heart. 
if you feel anything in your heart that needs to be created. And with that being said, guys, now on to this week's episode. Hello, my heroes, and welcome to this week's edition of the Indestructible Podcast. Today, I'm sitting here with the cast and crew behind D-Day for Denise, a new short film set for release for November 30th. First thing I'd like to get into with, with you folks is if you guys can go ahead and give a little bit of a background intro of who you are and how you got involved in the project. Hi, yeah, hi. Um, my name is uh, Marco Bizio. Um, I'm a senior. I'm at USC. I'm doing my last year um, with plenty of the crew here and I got involved with this uh well I started writing the script all the way back in December in um our screenwriting class me and uh, Alessia's and Joseph's uh screenwriting class they're part of the crew and uh, I was uh inspired to kind of write this character because I always um well the story essentially is about this um Jewish American uh, woman who's just super cynical and on a daily basis tries ending her own life in hopes of reuniting with her deceased <laughs> husband. But we slowly discover kind of this um, this heart that she has and she starts to find this new love, which is her grandson. So I kind of wanted to play with the character uh, in a way that uh, where she kind of appears to be this kind of the stereotypical like you know Jewish American woman you know the woman with the smokes the cigarettes like honey sweet now you know you're wonderful like that um, very like dry witty humor um, and we mostly see those people as kind of like cold but what, what we discover about Denise is that is kind of putting on this demeanor as this sort of defense mechanism uh, to kind of keep that memory of her husband alive so um, that was kind of the idea for me with this character and, and how I got started, yeah, and it went from there. I'm Joseph Wise. I'm the director of photography for D-Day for Denise. Like Marco said, you know, we were, um, we met back in 413, which is a writing class at USC. <clears throat> and um, I remember reading the script and saying to Marco, you know, we got to make this. Like, there's no way we're not going to make this eventually. And um, we ended up collaborating on a project called Poker Night um which was marco's and i really first collaboration and that was in that was last year and uh since then everything's taken off and um since then the team has grown uh as you can see and um many more that are not with us today but um i'm sure would love to be but the team has grown and um really really excited that we're going to be shooting this at the end of the month uh, you know, cinematography was a really, really big aspect of this film. As Marco and I discussed going into it, we really wanted to do it a certain way and not kind of cop out. But, you know, you know, there's certain aspects like going underwater with a camera and doing things, really stepping it up to give it a really cinematic quality that'll do Denise's story justice. And so as a director of photography, it's a dream to work with, with directors and producers like Marco and Stevie and Alicia and our other producer, Tara, who's incredible. And people who really back, you know, the, uh, the visual side of it, because, you know, it is half of the film visuals and sound. And so, um, you know, I'm just so blessed to be a part of this and, and hopefully we can continue to have collaborations for years to come. We, uh, originally we were, this is about a month, I'd say a month and a half ago. We were scouting for locations. We were trying to find the perfect house. Um, and we weren't, um, yet looking kind of for like the kind of perfect actor. So we were focusing on the location. We showed up to the house. Turns out it was Sissy's house and she was so, so sweet to just like let us come in and basically say like, you know, guys do whatever. And but what ends up happening is the house is freaking perfect. It's like to, to the T to the PD of the script. 
but what ends up happening is that we start talking to Sissy and I get a little bit of her history and um, she's, a, she's an actress. I mean, she's been doing it her whole life and I kind of looked at Joseph, I looked at Stevie and we were just all in awe, like, wow, yeah. this is it. This is Denise. And literally, I mean, this is Denise. Um, I mean, Sissy, if, if you want to even like further talk about it, but uh, Sissy's, um, sorry, Denise's husband in the script, his name was Greg. And Sissy, your husband's name was also Greg. Yes. And and also there's that was like a huge kind of parallel, and I found more parallels while reading your uh, memoir. Um, and and shout out to that. Um, that was that Sissy. She wrote a, a book. It we actually got Sissy. You got Sissy a crown, didn't you? I did. The I name, did. The name, yes, so yes, where's my crown? Did. Yeah, exactly. It's, the name of Sissy's book is Where's My Crown. Marco got her crown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> It's a so Wonder so Woman crowd. I mean, <laughs> and you know, they came in, and this to me is what it's about. This is, you know, I've been in this business all my life, and you know, it's it's giving back. And then when you meet these wonderful, talented, but they're, you know, this is the gift to me. This is what the show. This is what our business is about: is the new life coming up and working and having the enthusiasm and the love and the talent, because they're so damn talented. It was just, uh, you know, it was just synchronistic. We all were meant to be. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm very blessed that they want me to do it. And uh, that to me is a blessing, but it's just, th this is my joy. I, I'm, I'm thrilled with playing because I, you know, my husband's name was Greg and the, the parallels between us is really, and Denise. And it's a lovely story. It's just, it's got humor, it's got comedy, it's pathos, it's empathy. You've got everything you need. You know, it, it's just, and, and uh, Mr. Marco is a hell of a writer. What can I tell you? And I'm gonna find out he's one hell of a director. I, I was gonna say, I mean, it, it's 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 an honor working with you, sis, and also just knowing, you know, the history, like where you come from. And I know your dad, um, William Wellman. He, you know, he directed the 1927 picture Wings, and that was the first ever Academy Award motion picture film. So, and that I found out reading your memoir as well too. So I, there's there's definitely um, I know there's some there's some expectations for me, and I could only hope to just you know keep learning from you and your experience. But I, I think that already. Um, we've kind of created this really healthy collaboration and I, I can't wait to see where it goes. And I'm so stoked. I love it. I love all these positive vibes that are going around. Now kind of tying a little bit to the converse of that. I know that this film is actually a drama piece and I know that it in fact deals with kind of heavier topics. Did you sissy or did you, the crew kind of consider maybe like how you would handle these heavy topics? Did you consider maybe feeling if you may in fact trigger somebody because of it? To me, it's, 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 it's a dramedy. You know, it, it's, 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 cause it's got humor. You know, it really does with the realness of it. There's the reality, there are wonderful realities between she and her grandson. I mean, there's, it, it's, um, you know, that's what I think is it's life. Yeah, and, and I was gonna say also like, yes, it is, it's a dark comedy, um, but also has this, you know, very bittersweet conclusion. Um, how I kind of approached this was, um, I know like this is, a, this is a very sensitive topic and one that I know all too well of um, from my past experiences, but um, it's very important like to keep this authentic. And 
I think I kind of wanted to write like an older character and using this whole theme of mental health because one, because it creates this sort of detachment between our age group. And I think there was a, you know, during this pandemic, we've had to do literally films at home on Zoom, literally right, connecting, right. A, connecting a camera to a, a laptop with an HDMI or whatever. Crazy, crazy shit. Um, but that's definitely caused for all of us like a lot of isolation. And, and I'm, you know, I've had family members that have had, have had thoughts and have had relatives that have actually, you know, committed suicide due to the pandemic. So that was kind of all around, like kind of what was going on in my life right then. So um, that's kind of why I wanted to kind of orient that theme around, um, yeah, mental health, especially. And But, but doing, doing it, it with, with a very touching and, and, and sense of humor. And, and also I use like comedy because I know I, I can't, comedy, there's a lot of darkness in comedy, a lot of comedians, most comedians use darkness in their life to kind of bring out something that's, uh, you know, relatable to everyone. So I think using like dark comedy, which is a genre I love, it kind of mixes both of them. So, so there's more believability overall in the storytelling. And that's kind of why I wanted to create that, you know, center in that genre. You know? I love that. That's what it is. And that's, that's the gift is I want to keep watching them. Wonderful. Danny, this is great. I think tying into the duality of the dramedy that you guys are approaching the film with, Cece, you in particular, I wanted to talk to you. What was your approach with the lead character? I know that obviously dealing with these heavy topics comes with a lot of weight. So I want to know, like, what was your approach tying in the comedy with the drama? Well, to me, I, you know, um, my husband did pass away seven years ago and his name was Greg. And, um, you know, we were, we were best friends. And, you know, the truth is that, you know, how I tied it in is, is, is it's real. If I have to believe it, it has to be real. It has to, you know, the wonderful thing about Marco is when I have questions about things, he listens. He lets me ask, you know, express what my feelings are because you have to believe, you know, but I, I, I approach it like approach everything. I, you know, I read it and, and then the more I read it and get into the character and what she, cause I, I did the Waltons for five years, five seasons. So I played this character. And, you know, any character I do, I try really hard. What are you laughing at? This is, this is not fun. They're laughing no, I, know, at me. I was like, hoping you're going to say the Waltons. Like, we gotta, we gotta do some name dropping Good, here. good advertising. That was like, okay, okay I'll I'll Josie, Josie Wales. Wales. There you go. Charlie and then just have me coming, coming back. They just asked me to sign a release because they're doing Clint Eastwood history. They're doing a documentary and they're, so they've asked for a release so they can use my, interviews and also from outlaw josie wales yeah and i've got two movies coming out and uh, next month on amazon is the manor any more of my and i'm signed to, i'm doing a, a pilot that i'm going to be doing recurring role in and i got a movie i'll be shooting in new york so Wonderful. in the first of the year i'm busy i love it i'm old and i'm busy <laughs> I don't have time for anything, but this is, I, I always approach it. I always work with the director. I know what I want to do with a character. She's really me. She's mm. not that far from me at mm. all. So you can see, this is the connection. Can you see that this is what's also oh. going to be in the film, you know, of, of, of caring and connecting. Mm. I just saw a wonderful little new independent film Saturday night. That's not out yet. And I hope it will be. And it's called Alex slash October. And it's this kind of thing. It is phenomenal. It is 
stories of two people that are basically losers that find each other. And it's wonderful. And you know, he wants to kill himself. He tries to shoot himself because his life is, is a mess. And uh, he doesn't, so he pays somebody. The whole thing is he's trying to pay somebody to do it. Hmm. And she, she comes and she meets him and then they, cause she's a loser too. And, but you care, it's the empathy. That's what this has without me wanting to shoot my, I do it in a different way. Uh, <laughs> but it's, this is, this is, I thought about this little film when I saw that one because it had such empathy and you cared. You better, you got to like them, even though they're, they're, they're down and rut or loser. You got to like them. Mm. And you like these, these people, and especially, well, of course, Denise, but you love, but Jakey is wonderful. Their grand, the grandson they cast. It's just, it's just, it's a lovely, it's just a lovely story. It really is. Well, I can't wait to see it on top of everybody else. And I think tying into something that you said a little bit earlier, where you were talking about the whole community coming together. I love the idea that this is a bunch of film students coming together to create something that's not just a part of the class, that's done outside of the class. And Marco, maybe you could talk a little bit on this, but what kind of inspired you to even go about putting this together? It's been kind of like a whole ladder and and it's been a beautiful process. I mean, we've been, uh, I've been talking to the two producers, uh, uh, you know, Stevie and Tara, uh, we've been speaking since like, I think March about this project. And it's been just such a domino effect in a good way, meaning like there's just been so many people that have just jumped on the project and have just, I've been blessed that they've, they've you know, liked the script and, and want to work with us. Alessia here, she's our executive producer. She came in at just the most amazing time, at the most perfect time to do uh, crowdfunding and she's been like seriously like a hero. And and right now we're Indiegogo. We've just surpassed um, sixteen thousand dollars out of you know a thirty thousand dollar budget. And we have about what fifty more days left. Yeah, fifteen more days. Yeah, fifteen more days to to get to that number. But so far so good. And and really like people like Alessia have like pushed us, have pushed me as well as as working with like my um, a casting director and creative producer Lily. Um, who's just one of the best writers like I've I've ever seen. I mean, she's so so talented, and again, like having just so many just beautiful minds just be a part of this process. We have about like what 12, 12 to fifteen people now who are part of that core team, and a lot of them come from USC. And I think one of the main things that really bonded us this year, um, the main reason why we're doing stuff outside of school is just because um, doing like Zoomversity pretty much. Um, we didn't really yeah, expect yeah. that we'd grown that we would grow so close afterwards. Like, you know, uh, you, we used to think like, okay, yeah, we're gonna be online. We're gonna be socially awkward when we go to school. It's been reciprocal, the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a, sort of this renaissance happening. Like mm -hmm. we now have two conscious, dual consciousness of, of both doing films on Zoom and practically like doing it in person. I mean, doing it in person. So I think that gives us an edge and, and we're really like, um, I don't mean to say it in an egotistical way or anything, but like, I think like we're, we're pioneers. Like we're the first ever like people, you know, at, at this level in school to be doing stuff online and then immediately doing this shift, doing a 30,000 project, $30,000 project outside of school. And, and we couldn't be more passionate. And I think that, um, again, like I'm, I'm blessed and, and I'm, I'm stuck. Tell me a little bit about that approach and how you would recommend that for other independent filmmakers. Okay. Hi everyone. I'm Alessi Cruz-Telli and Crowdfunding, it's a bitch. 
really it's yeah. a lot of work as like money are like in every industry if you don't work you don't get it you know so like more money you want to raise more you have to work however like there is a lot of like strategies and a lot of ways that you can raise the money is like easier you know what i mean uh and that was the main reason why they called me on board because i i'm i'm passionate about the idea that you should never pay for a movie if there are people willing to help you out like if you have thirty thousand dollars in your bank account and you wanted to use it for a movie great good for you but let's be honest we are college students so we gotta pay our school fees before like the movie so obviously uh, crowdfunding is like the easier thing and the most straightforward thing that you can do because we are raising $30,000 in a month, you know, yeah. and we are going to do it. Like, I mean, we are already halfway the month and we are more than 50, 50% of our crown fund. Um, so yeah, I don't know what else like I should say about it because I don't want to get too much in the specific, otherwise I'm going to talk for like three hours about it. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, like, I mean, huge, like, disclaimer, I mean, to anyone who's listening, um, please visit, you know, our Indiegogo, um, you can go on Instagram page, D-Day for Denise, um, please, like, share it around, just keep sharing, if you can, donate, like, again, it's been said many times that every dollar counts, but literally, like, every dollar counts, we just finished doing this matching challenge where um, we had an investor that was going to give $1,000 only if... Um, they got a hundred donors and literally we only in had week. in a week, right? In a week. We in had it in one week. That was the challenge. And we've completed that challenge of 100 donors. People literally we got 101. Do- yeah. Yeah. 101. 101 donors. And we got it in the last like hour. Yeah. yeah exactly. So you could literally donate a dollar and that would just get us closer to the goal literally. And we've reached that goal and we got our 1k. So. And actually like yeah. because of that challenge, we were able to raise like I think about $800 with www.indiegogo.com and you write the day for Denise. Uh, our page is going to appear and it's going to be like, I mean, it's the only movie that is called in that way. So it should be pretty straightforward. Um, then like people can choose perks if they don't know how much to donate. That's like, I think a very nice guide that it goes like around $5 up every time. Um, and it's a very nice guide you get perks if you want to otherwise if you're like no I don't want to do that you can even do a free donation of how much you want and literally like uh, Mark already said it but every dollar counts every dollar is a dollar closer to our goal so if that's everything you can do it's better than nothing but also if you cannot do that sharing is a very very powerful you can also find it at the social media page oh yeah Oh yeah. yeah, and then you can also find our social media page on Facebook and Instagram that it's called D-Day for Denise uh, and Facebook is D-Day for Denise short film uh, where you can find like all our progress. We are updating like we're making three posts per day on each page so it's very, very fresh and updated like our social media manager, she's amazing. Her name is Sophia, she couldn't be here yeah. um, because she yeah. has classes. but. <laughs> Um, she's doing an amazing job and the social media pages you can find all the links to contact us for the crown fund and also like to share it the idea that you guys are going out there you're creating your own industry you're creating your own resources i think that's above all what everyone should take away from all of this that no matter where you're at 
go out and just create, find that inspiration. And I think tying into that, guys, I know this is super broad, but I always love to ask my fellow creatives this. Where do you guys find your inspiration? My inspiration comes from, I'd say family. I mean, family's definitely like at the heart of it. I come from a very close family. I'm also Italian, um, like Alessia. And I grew up and I still do literally have dinners, lunches, like every week, three times a week with my family. And that includes my 98 year old grandma who doesn't speak a lick of English, but she is the most beautiful soul, I mean, on this earth for me. And that's definitely where it begins because um, there's there's definitely like there's in the films that I like to write, like there's always like, I feel like family at the center and sympathy and knowing where you come from is really, really important. And I didn't really discover that really till this year. I mean moving off campus, like into college, like it's, it's important to kind of keep those roots because, you know, as we develop, like I'm 21, so identity starts to change. But recently I've just, you know, tried to just connect to my roots and where I come from. And that just kind of helps me, you know, define myself as a person. And I mean, I resonate a lot with what Marco said. Like I, as you can hear, I have an accent. I'm not from here at all. Uh, so I moved overseas, over like on the opposite side of the world. So definitely, like when I moved out, I really found, like I found my roots by moving out because I feel that like as long as you are in your seat and you are with your family, you give for granted what you have. Um, so moving away made me like see everything with a different perspective. So I've grown as a person, obviously, because living in a country that is not yours, speaking a language that is not yours. <laughs> uh away from family completely uh that was like very challenging but it really inspired me a lot uh for when i'm writing characters or when i'm reading scripts that's like the things that i empathize the most uh when there is ruth of family or ruth of love in general you know like i feel that every emotion comes out of love even like fear even anger Mm -hmm. they all like you're angry because you love something so much that you cannot understand why it's different <laughs> or you're sad for the same reason, you know? So I think that in the end, everything, the base for everything, it's love. So I think that that's where majority of my inspiration comes from. And you, Sissy? And you, Sissy? My inspiration comes from staying alive another week. No. Um, <laughs> you guys, um, where's my, my inspiration is, um, well, you know, being raised in my family, you know, with my dad and everything like that, I never, I didn't want to be an actress. Uh, it just, it just happened. And I love it. And it's, it's uh, the gift of, you know, my, my main passion is I work with a group called Born to Act Players. And their ages uh, about 19 to 45 with Down syndrome, autism and special abilities. And that to me is, is giving back because they're, they're fabulous. They're very high functioning. And what what it is, I love to work. I love to work. I I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a set junkie. I'm an I just love I love it. And if I find a really good role, and I'm I've gotten to that age where there's no ego involved, you know. So um, you know, I'm I'm I'll I like to work, and if I like the role, I'll do it. Um, if even if it's you know a couple of lines or whatever. I just did Shameless, the series, and had a fun thing in it. And she's she's hysterical, but she's, and it was a small role, but she's funny. And I just had fun doing it. And 
you know, I love working. I love being around talent and I love being around young, new talent. And that's what these kids are. You know, I told them they're going to be my, my Steven Spielberg and they have to take this old lady with them in every damn film they do. Otherwise I'll kill them. No. Um, you know, it's, 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 I love life. I think that's really it. I love life. You know, and if you can't do what you love to do, you know, quit what you're doing if you don't love it and have passion. That's what keeps me going. I love my life and I love what I'm doing. So I just consider myself very, very blessed. Wow. And I couldn't have said it better myself. And I don't know how else a better way to end a podcast than with that beautiful, beautiful inspiration right there, Sissy. Thank you Thank so much, you, yeah. guys. We, I know I speak on behalf of Indestructible Productions that I cannot wait to check out this film. But just finally, in closing, where can everybody find you guys online? Uh, you can find us at DD for Denise uh, at Instagram or on Facebook, DD for Denise short film. Um, but yeah, that's DD. You can find us on Indiegogo, DD for Denise again. And please share our Indiegogo yeah. as much as possible. Absolutely, yes. And just to spell it out, it's D D A Y D E N I S E. This best is team. the best team I have worked with ever. Everyone is so talented. I'm so happy to, to work on a project that has this much skill and passion and empathy behind it. Everyone is so empathetic. I don't know if that's just a product of the pandemic or a product of this incredibly special group of people, but this project... I think fueled by that empathy and that raw talent and such a finely tuned script and incredible lead actress. We have so many great things ahead of us and I can't say anything, but thank you to them because team building is everything. And this is one incredible team. <gasps> Good night, Good night, everybody. Everybody. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Thanks. Thank you so much. Danny. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>